Hello and welcome back to the Cinema Bed Podcast. My name is Simple Klein. I've had a very, 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 very busy two weeks. Um, like I mentioned last episode, um, I had two new nephews. Um, and being in the Jewish religion, community, nation, whatever you want to call it, um, and being as they are both male, the circumcision is a ritual event held on to the eighth day of the baby's life assuming that baby's healthy enough for it, um, and I went to both, um, for the first nephew, who was, lives in Passaic, um, went early in the morning, um, took about an hour and a half, two hours to get there, because there was early morning traffic, and then after that, went home, went to class, went to work, um, and then later that night, we went to Cleveland, very fun times, driving from New York to Cleveland, it's a very long drive. Uh, my mother and I were the only two drivers in the car. My younger youngest brother was also there, but he is not of driving age. Um, and we left at like 7.30, 6.30. We left at like 6.30, and we pulled over at like 10. I'm like, do you want me to take over now? And she goes, no, like, you don't have to. I just need to rest my eyes. I'm like, okay, then I'm going to take over if you're resting your eyes. Like, why are we just sitting here? And I ended up driving the rest of the way. We ended up getting to the place we were staying at about 1.30. Um, and like we drove. It was like seven hours. I mean, it's like an eight-hour drive, but when you don't go below a certain speed for the entire time turns out you can actually go pretty far pretty quickly um i found out that our car maxed out at 113 uh the car that we rented um and then i got there we went to sleep woke up in the morning for brisk number two which i mean that was the whole reason why we were in cleveland ended up staying uh we were there for the weekend we um meals by my sister-in-law's parents house um it was very nice it was very cold but it was very nice you know it was Suppose chill was calm, and I went home. I'm like, yeah, so I'm gonna start out driving, and I'm probably not gonna stop. I mean, I didn't say I wasn't gonna stop. But I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna start out driving because there's no reason for you to start if we're gonna switch halfway through anyway. And I ended up driving the whole thing. Um, made it home in six hours. We drove from 9:30 to 3:30, almost exactly. Um, and it's a long drive. Like, thank God for my earbuds and my music because otherwise I would have for sure fallen asleep. Um, but like, I don't know. There's something peaceful about driving on these empty highways in the middle of the night when no one's there. I mean, there's, like, a whole bunch of trucks and everything, but there's, like, an unspoken rule that, like, if there's a car going faster than you, A, they're going to be in the left lane because they want to pass you, and if you're in the left lane, you move over for them. Like, I didn't have to, like, honk at anyone or flashlights at anyone. Like, they just moved over, which, like, wasn't necessarily necessary. Like, I could have necessarily necessary, if that makes sense. Um, I could have, like, gone around them, which, I mean, for one or two people, I did have to do. But for the most part... Like, they just moved out of your way. Like, it was just, like, common courtesy. Like, I, like it wasn't just because I was there or whatever. Like, oh, they, they should be nice to me. Like, it was also because I was going faster than them. Like, it just makes sense to get out of my way. But also, it's just, like, I felt like, I got the feeling this is something that they just regularly do. Like, it's just a nice thing to do. Not just because of me. I mean, like, I don't, thankfully, I don't do that drive very often. And I'm not intending on making a habit out of it. Um, but it just seemed like that was something they do on the reg. Um, and then, excuse me. Um, so I, the school I work in, the elementary school I work in, I work in the resource room and the resource coordinator was working on getting me hired by the district, A, so I can get more access to resources, like being able to actually see the kids, IEPs and 504s and whatever. Um, and 
That way the school doesn't have to pay me and the district will pay me more than the school is paying me anyway. Anyway, so it's a win-win for everybody. While I was in Cleveland, I ended up having like a Zoom interview, which lasted all of 10 minutes. And she's like, yeah, it's like, it's basically fine, like whatever. And then like the someone from HR, like sent me an email with like a whole bunch of things I had to take care of. I had to fill out an I-9 and a W-4 and I had to get um, Red Cross certified or I had to certified in CPR. So I did it through Red Cross online. It cost 30 bucks. It was fine. So now I know how to do CPR and the Heimlich maneuver and like what to do in case someone's bleeding or has a stroke or a seizure or whatever. Like I know like emergency protocol. Um, and I had to get like a, uh, a PPD test done, which is like a, a blood test for like tuberculosis. And I had to get my titers measured. So I had to go to a blood lab for that. Like I went to the doctor's office. I called the doctor's office. I was like, oh, do I have, like my PPD results for my last physical? And they're like, um, no, you just make an appointment for that. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Okay. And then like, I didn't have all the forms because the website didn't have all the forms. They assumed the doctor's office would have it. So I went to the doctor. I was like, can I have these forms filled out? And they're like, we don't have those forms. Like you have to like get them. I'm like, okay, hey, whatever. Okay. Um, and then they call me back and then I left the doctor's office and they call me like, oh, you wanted to have titers done. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you have to go to a blood lab for that. I was like, oh, great. So I went to a blood lab and that wasn't crazy. Like, I was probably in and out in like a half hour maybe. And they took less blood than like when you donate blood. So it wasn't too bad. Um, and speaking of the doctor's office, I made my, I called them on Wednesday morning. Wednesday. No, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. And they were able to fit me in that day at like 4.15. I was like, great this is great. Like, let's get in, let's get out. I could still make work at five o'clock. And then I get a confirmation text and uh, saying my appointments for four 30. I was like, I really wanted to four 15 so I can get to work on time, but like, maybe I'll just go early and they can fit me in. So I got there at like four 25 and I texted them. Like I texted like, Oh, arrived or whatever. And they got me into a room in like five minutes. I was in the room at four 30. And then I had to wait like a half hour to see the doctor. I'm like, this shouldn't take like, this is a blood test. It takes about two seconds. What, is, what on earth is taking so long? And I sat there, and I was late for work. And it was supposed to be, like, a workshop day for my students. They have an essay due. I was, like, I wasn't planning on doing a workshop for them. But, like, I was, like, hey, look, let's do a workshop. Why not? And like, I was 20 minutes late, and it was a whole problem. And, ugh, I don't know. It's, it's very, like, as the youngest and least experienced teacher, I'm so self-conscious about, like, doing certain things or like how I discipline like I don't want to be too strict but I also don't want to be too lax like I I don't want them to see me as their friend but I want them to see me as a teacher they can confide in like I want to be Mr. Feeney but like how do I do that as a 20 year old when my students are six years younger than me and some of them know me as a camp counselor or as their neighbor like how how do I do that um and I was like, oh, like, because, like, the principal doesn't, like, isn't very far ever. Like, I'm always, like, self-conscious about, like, when students, like, leave my class or I have to go to the bathroom and I let them or I kick them out. Um, they're just, like, walking the halls, like, uh, halls, quotes. Um, it's just, like, why are you not in Mr. Klein's class, like, for whatever reason? I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like, if they're disturbing, I can't have them in class. But I don't want them to be disturbing in the first place. I want my class to be interesting and exciting enough for them not to be disturbing. Like, I feel like it could fall on me. I don't want it to fall on me, but I feel like it could. Um, 
And then there was like a mass text sent out to all the staff saying like, oh, going forward, this will be our policy if a student is disturbing enough to the point where he needs to be kicked out. Like, this is what's going to happen. So like also like, you know, maybe don't kick people out. So like uh, freely. And I'm just like, is this being subtly aimed at me, but like said to everyone or is everyone having the same problem? Because if everyone's having the same problem, then it's not just me. But, you know, I don't know. Um. Oh, and as there was one of the things I have to do for the new position, I guess. I mean, I'm having the same job in the elementary school. I'm just being hired by a different person. I'm being hired by, like, a health wellness group as part of district or whatever, like a middleman. Um, I have to go for fingerprinting, so that's good fun. I'm doing that Tuesday. Um, and Sunday I'm going for my booster shot, which is, you know, I think is good. I mean, I trust the vaccines. I never got COVID. Um, and... I don't know. I think that's not a topic I want to get into. This is what I think. I think that's not a topic I want to get to. I'm also going to an engagement party on Sunday. Um, and then the Sunday after I have to, I'm going to see uh, a play put on by my college. Um, because as part of my drama class, I'm taking this semester. Um, I have to see two plays and one of them is this play that we have to see. So I'm going on Sunday and it actually happens to be that one of the people in my drama class is in the play. So that's going to be very cool. Um, I wonder after the ad break, I will talk about this coming semester and what classes I'm trying to take or how I'm trying to take them. But first, here's an ad. So I'm trying to register for classes um, for the spring 2022 semester. Um, and I was like looking at certain classes like, oh, I need this class. And this. Like I'm really trying to plan it out because I don't want to get stuck where there were some prerequisites I had to take and it doesn't work with my schedule. Like my work schedule right now was built around my fall class semester essentially but then at the same time now I have to do my spring class semesters my spring semester classes to fit with my work schedule like it's kind of like a double-edged sword because my work schedule stays the same from September to June and my my school schedule does not um so while doing certain classes there was like one that needed two prerequisites one of which doesn't really exist anymore and one of which I'm hoping I can try to take as like a co-requisite but I asked one of my classes like oh that's so weird that this one doesn't appear as a prerequisite like it doesn't appear as a class and someone's like you shouldn't have to take that class at all because that's for early education and you're doing secondary education this class should be your prerequisite instead I was like "Eh, interesting and then one of the classes is technically for the winter semester, which I wasn't planning on doing. I don't think I'm registered for, but it's like an internship. But at the same time, it's like, I have a job, so can my job be the internship? But can I even take this job, this internship? Like, it's all a little confusing. And I do have an advisement session set up, but I'd rather try and see if I can get classes in and not wait. Like, I don't want a class to be filled up. Um, so I'm going to try to register for all these classes. And if there is a problem, then I'll deal with it then. Um, I can't register until November 2nd because, uh, based on the amount of credits I have, I'm technically a junior. So, um, juniors can't register until November 2nd. It's seniors November 1st, juniors November 2nd, sophomores November 3rd, freshmen November 4th, so on and so forth. Um, and then I think, like, transfer students are after, and, like, some, it's not some of it's like, senior citizens. I was like, that's weird that they're, like specifying senior citizens on certain days i don't know but also apparently like 70 percent of classes are going to be 
um, in person. So that's I have to keep that in mind when scheduling that I'll have enough time to get back for work or get to campus for class if I have like evening classes. Um, it's just like a whole bunch of things that like I'm trying to plan, but I can't. Like my plans are all good and everything, but like until they come into play, they're all for naught. Which I hate, but I'm slowly learning how to take care of. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago how there was someone else working in the school who they told they said they told her that they didn't have a job for her this year because last year she was like the afternoon secretary and this year the morning secretary is able to stay all day, which I thought was really shitty. And then they, and then one of the second grade teachers was out. So they needed a sub, so they called her, and she was working, and I was like, hey, great, and now she's gone again, and it's just like, you're you're dangling a string in front of her, and it's it's crappy, and it's just like, hey, like, we've become friends, like, all, like, the four or five, like, staff members who are under 20, or under 30, like, we've all, like, become friendly, because we have to, because we won't have anyone else, it's me, a girl who I've known literally forever, she's six years old than me she's married with a kid she was in my sister's class our mother's our best friend she lives across the street across the street across the hall from my father we um the meal together every year on parim and you know because she's the principal's assistant i'm in her office a lot but i kind of got chewed out for possibly being in her office too much without those exact words being used but you know whatever and then it's her assistant and then it's the girl i was talking about and then another girl i was talking about like the five of us were like a band of brothers like you know it's like trying to survive this crazy, crazy school, um, and it's just, like, how could you do, keep continuously doing this to her, it's so terrible, it's terrible, it's truly, it's disgusting, and it's just, like, don't you have any gratitude, don't you have any class, don't you have any, like, appreciation for your employees who put in the time and put in the effort and are there drop of a hat and you can just drop them like that I know I'm a poet but like it's so terrible I mean like if it was like one of these other random teachers like would I care as much maybe I mean I guess it would depend if I had them as a teacher or not like obviously like my emotional response is directly linked to how emotionally invested I am in the person but it's just like it's so shitty it's so shitty like how could you do this like it's October like she needs to know if she has a job or not you can't keep like playing games with her it's so crappy there's one of the teachers who I like kind of mentioned here they're like being as now I'm not her student anymore and am an adult who's working in the school like I learned a lot more about her personal life than I wanted to like how she's divorced and how her husband her ex-husband is not religious at all anymore and how she is not as religious as she appears in school like she's still religious she's not yeshivish which is an important distinction but like beyond the scope of what I'm talking about here and when I see her son like her she her younger son is in the school he's in seventh grade and he gives me a high five every now and then Uh, and I saw him holding a Dunkin Donuts bag at like 2 15 or something and then I saw 
her holding coffee from Dunkin'. I was like, oh, benefits of having a mother who works in the school. You get Dunkin' Donuts and everyone. And she goes, yeah. Or when, like, your father decides he can't be bothered to get you lunch for the day, when am I supposed to say starve? I was like, yep, I get it. And she goes, I know you do. That's why I'm telling you. And I laughed. And it's just like, I don't know. It's nice to be a confidant, either for her or for her son. Like, she was a good teacher. And she's, like, a fun person. And her son's, like, a good kid. Um, at the same time, it's, like, if you want, like, I don't know, just tell me what you want from me. Like, I'm very much the type of person, like, I will do whatever you want. I'm a people pleaser. I'm a pushover. I like when people like me. I like when people need me. I like when people want me. Just tell me what you want from me, and I will do it nine out of ten times. But, like, if you don't tell me, then you're leaving it up to my decision. And if you don't like my decision, then it's your own fault, because you didn't tell me. Like, this family friend of mine, their son is 14, and I'm really close with him. He sees me as a big brother, whatever, a therapist, confidant, whatever you want to call it. And he was telling me how, you know, he's detoxing from THC because uh, he doesn't want to, like, in case of school, drug tests him. He doesn't want to get caught and sent to rehab. And I'm like, well, first off, you shouldn't be doing THC at all. But secondly, instead of detoxing every time you think your school did a drug test, you want you to detox once and stop doing it. Like, I understand that I can't be all preachy. A, I'm not his parent. B, I'm not his... That's not my job. I'm not here to say don't do drugs, and if you do drugs, you're going to hell. Or, you know, like, don't break Shabbos. Because if you do, then you're a bad person. I can only help as much as he's going to receive it. At the same time, it's like, why are you making such stupid decisions? Why are your parents allowing you to be put in position to make such stupid decisions? Why are your parents letting you get away with making such stupid decisions? Like, why... Well, there are so m- I never want to tell someone else how to raise their kid, but somebody needs to. <laughs> like, there's so many times, so many parents who are just doing such a crap job. But, like, at the same time, I know that if it was my kid and I was doing something that someone else would consider a crap job and they tried to tell me how to parent my kid, I would kill them. I would murder them. Who do you think you are to tell me how to raise my kid? But it's just, like, some people are naturally smarter than others. Some people are naturally better at being parents than others. I don't know. Am I really so narcissistic? Is it narcissistic to think that I'd make a great parent? Or is it, like, knowing myself? Like, I can't wait to be a parent. Like, is me seeing them as a bad parent the same as me seeing myself as better? Because, like, I do see myself as better. Like, obviously no one thinks that they're doing something wrong. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. Right? Like, it's easy to say something's wrong from the outside. Like, I'm not the one who had to stay up nights with a kid crying or go to... PTA to deal with a kid or deal with him getting kicked out or whatever like that I get to I have the privilege of being on the sidelines and you know offering criticism critiques comments whatever asked for or not asked for without any personal stakes in the matter so who am I to say I don't know anyway that'll be it for this week follow me on Instagram at Simcha underscore Klein S-A-M-C-H underscore K-L-E-I-N on Twitter at Samander underscore K S-A-M-M-A-N-D-E-R underscore K And you'll hear from me next week. Happy, have a happy Halloween if you're celebrating.